Welcome to the BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis, and I'm excited about sharing with you today because I've got my guest with me, Victoria Nicholson. Victoria has been a singer and actress in some things like uh, Chicago and Guys and, and Dolls and a chorus line, Newsbees, and a number of other things. She's full of energy and uh, highly passionate about what she does in the acting and drama uh, area that she's in in life. And today we're going to pick right up and talk with her again about some of the things like, uh, I think today we're going to talk about some of the parts about getting into character, how you do that, uh, your trades and the skills that you learn, how they how they work both on stage and off, and, uh, and basically how you just press through when you don't know how to do something, how you press through until you accomplish that. So I'm excited about that. Let's get started right back up and resume with our conversation right here with Victoria. Let me ask you this, because this would be the hard part for me. Uh, when you have to memorize lines, you know, when you've got all these lines, you say, I, I, I look at that sometimes and say, how in the world does somebody who's doing acting memorize those kind of lines? Right. Um, and so what's, are there any tips? What do you do with that? I wish I had the secret formula for memorizing uh-huh. lines. It's definitely difficult, but I, I like to start personally with reading through the whole script. Mm-hmm. I like to read through the whole script and kind of get get a feel for the character that I'll be playing. Right. Um, what their motive is, mm-hmm. uh, what they want out of the okay. show, right. um, who they are, mm-hmm. what their relationships are with the people that they're having conversations with, um, find out the importance of that character, and also find out where the change comes for the character. Because in Mm -hmm. in a lot of stories, especially lead stories, there's a journey that the character goes on. And there's a journey that the character will take you through. And for me, I want to always make sure that whatever character I play, I take them I take the audience on this journey yes, to see yeah. the change in the character, mm-hmm. um, whether that's finding their prince at the end right. or, or making a big successful discovery, whatever mm-hmm. it is, I want to make sure that we start somewhere and then we end somewhere because wow. I think that's, that's so true yeah, with life. That's, it is. And that's it what is. makes yeah. the performance honest that's and real right. yeah. is making sure that, because, you know, not all good stories start with the happily ever after. Yeah, you got to right. get through the conflicts right. yeah. and, and all the things. But as far as that goes, and then I like to st- scale back with my lines and start just a line at a time. I look uh-huh. at one scene at a time after I kind of have a grasp okay. of the character. Right. I take the first scene and I'll see who comes before me and who comes after me. Mm-hmm. And it always helps me to look at the line before me and after me and my line mm-hmm. and kind of go through it mentally of, okay, if this person says this, well, that's going to trigger me to then say what. Right. And then I go into my line right. and I say, okay, and then that would make somebody else say this. And I kind of have to go through it line by yeah. line. And if if possible, I like to get with whoever the scene partner is or the mm-hmm. person in the scene and say, hey, let's let's run lines and yeah. try to make it more conversational right. and yeah. get yourself in the place of the character. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of say, this would trigger me to say this or do this yes. or react this way. and I could see. Take I it could, piece by piece. Yeah, so basically with the, the hardest part I would think is I, uh, one would be getting into that character. You Absolutely. Know, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll come back to that. But the other is is by nature we have our own words that we use. Right. And these are words that a writer has written for us that I've got to say and feel his response Absolutely. instead of mine. Mm-hmm. Is that a hard part for you to do? To- that is. That can definitely be challenging, especially when you're doing shows that are from different decades right. or different time periods. Right. Um, 
that can be really difficult because the way that we respond now is a lot different than somebody would respond yeah. back in 1970. That's true. So it's really difficult to try to, like you said, remove you, Victoria yeah. Yeah. from the script and say, I'm no longer Victoria during this contract. Right. I am whatever character I'm playing. Wow. And I need to kind of channel myself to respond a certain way mm -hmm. um, and to really dive into that. So how deep do you get into being that character? I mean, the deeper, the better, I would think. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I try I try to get pretty deep in the character. However, I still want it to be natural every night mm -hmm. when, when we go on stage. Right. But I know, like, for example, when we did Newsies at the Springer mm -hmm. Opera House and I played Catherine Plummer, um, in that show, she is a very strong-willed, strong-headed mm -hmm. reporter right. um, who has been overlooked because during this time period, women were not seen um, as being able to publish work right. um, in the New York Times. Right. And she wanted to publish some hard-hitting news. Yeah. And her father owned one of the largest printing presses in New York. Uh -huh. And he would not give her an opportunity. And so I kind yeah. of have to sit back and say, okay, let me put this into my own situation. Yeah. If this was something that I really wanted to do and my father was keeping me from this, how would I yeah. feel? Yeah. Um, and really try to channel find those personal things that yeah. kind of give me those pinches yep. in yep. my own life and be able to see how I can relate that to Catherine. Mm -hmm. um, and so that that's really cool to see. And I relate to Catherine yeah. a lot in terms of really wanting to reach a goal yeah. and willing to just work super hard to get to it. Yeah, I could see it. So you're really, what you're doing is you, you're tapping into your real feelings and your real emotions yes. while being the character of mm -hmm. this other person. And, and I would guess you know you're good if you walk out of the scene and you're still acting like that person. You know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And we had a night like that during Newsies when we had, <laughs> we had finally blocked this one scene where uh, Catherine just chews out Jack on the right. rooftop. She's just letting him have it because he, he was um, not, do, not standing up for the boys. Mm -hmm. And I took that so offensively that when we left for her, so I was still mad at Ethan. Uh -uh. And I was like, why are you <laughs> mad at him? You have no reason to be mad. That's You're right. mad at the character. Right. You're not mad at him. That, so sometimes it can get you that, like that. I can see that. That's it. I know you're going to go a long ways. I, yeah, I've learned so much from you just watching and observing. I promise you, I've said this girl knows how to communicate you're going to go far. There's no, there's no lid on you. That's, thank you. You mentioned Ethan a moment ago. Yes. Let's talk about him for a minute. Ethan is the guy that you're about to be married to yes, that y'all met. And he's also an actor. Tell me how you met. He is. So Ethan and I actually met at the Springer Opera House here in Columbus. Mm -hmm. We actually first met in the, in December of 2015. Okay. We did Beauty and the Beast together. He played yeah. LeFou, Gaston's sidekick. Okay. Yeah. And I played a silly girl. Uh-huh. And we, we met during that process, um, didn't know each other very well. Mm -hmm. He had just started at Columbus State University. He right. lived, he was from out of town. Mm -hmm. And so we met during that show and I remember being like, that's a cool guy. He's, yeah. he's really great at his craft. He's right. really great at what he does. We were both dating different people at the time. Uh-huh. And then we just kind of remained acquaintances. Right. We saw each other here and there. I would see some of his shows at Columbus State. Mm -hmm. And um, then we did Grease together uh -huh. back in April of 2017. Okay. We did Grease okay. together. And that? he played one of um, 
one of the greasers, and I uh-huh. played Patty Simcox, and uh-huh. so that was really fun. That and would have to be. Yeah. It, it was great to meet him, but once again, I always had an admiration for his work ethic and mm-hmm. for how hard um, yeah. he worked in the rehearsal room, and he right. just was kind to everybody, so that, that always stuck out yeah. to me. And then during Newsies, um, I actually got a call from him, and he, during the summer of 2017, and he mm-hmm. said, hey, I heard that you got a call back for Catherine. Mm-hmm. He said, I got a call back for Jack. Uh-huh. And I said, no way. So that yeah. means we'll be, we'll have to read yeah. together. And then shortly later, we got an email saying, hey, we want you both to come in and read for uh, the love interest of each yeah. other to play opposites in Newsies. We want right. to audition y'all together. So we both had never had a a lead in this caliber before mm-hmm. for a regional theater and so we were so excited yeah and so we would you know call each other and text each other are you nervous i'm freaking out uh-uh. so that was fun to be able to <laughs> share that and then we went into the audition room and and did the audition and it went really well and then later on we found out that we got the parts mm-hmm. and so we were beyond excited wow. um because we were that would we were one of the youngest people to be able to be leads in the christmas yes. show so we could not believe it. We were super oh, excited. Cool. And then after that, we um, I had just recently gotten out of a relationship, and and he was not in one at the time. And during the show process, towards the end of the show, uh-huh. flowers were showing up on my doorstep uh-huh. at home. And I was like, I'm not really interested. I'm right. sorry. I just got out of a relationship. I'm so sorry. But, right. you know, you're a good friend. But right. I just kept pushing him to the side and was focused on the show. And he just kept sending flowers. <laughs> and then I'd go to this, the um, theater and there would be flowers in my dressing room. Wow. And I just thought, man, this guy's persistent. Yes. I said, all right, we can go to dinner one night. And uh-huh. then the rest is history. So. <laughs> I love it. Y'all look good together. Oh, He's a good looking guy. Yeah, thank you. Obviously, he's a good actor, too. He is. Now, do y'all is. help each other and give each other tips? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ethan went to school. He has a BFA uh-huh. in theater performance, and right. I do not. Uh-huh. So that was something that was really beneficial for me because yeah. I, since I didn't go to school for this, I've had to learn all of this by watching. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of things that I'm still learning how to do. Yeah. Um, because in school, you, you learn how to find monologues. You learn right. what your type is. You learn, you get to take acting classes yeah. and dance classes and voice lessons. Yeah. And I did not have that luxury. Since, yeah, you took, was it marketing? Uh, communications. communications. Yes. Yeah. Uh, public yeah. relations and communications is my degree. And so I remember thinking when I started college, my parents wanted me to get that. And they said, mm-hmm. you can still do theater, but we want you to get a, a, a plan B degree. Right. That's right. And I'm so thankful they made me do that. That's right. But um, I remember thinking, well, my shot at performing is over. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be able to perform. And right. during a chorus line, since I was the youngest one in the cast, by two to three years, mm-hmm. all of the other people for the most part, were professionals from out of town. Mm. And I remember watching them and learning from them and right. from what they did right. and how they came into the rehearsal room and um, asking them for advice and feedback and being yeah. like, can I run my audition by you? Yeah. What do you think? What can I tweak? Yeah. And really thinking to myself, all right, if I want this bad enough, you're going to have to learn it on your own. Yes. And you're yeah. going to have to learn That's from right. the people around you. Yep. And, and luckily... For me, Ethan, having had all this training, mm-hmm. I can now piggyback this stuff off That's of him right. and be like, okay, That's help right. me find a monologue. How do you do that? How yes. do you go about it? Yep. Does my resume look up to date? So it's really That's nice that 
he's there to help because a lot of people are are very willing to help you in the business, but there's some that are not. Right, that's right. They're so protective. I'm exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. So I, it, I'm very thankful that he has all the knowledge that he yes. has, and he's so talented and he's so incredible at what he does. So to be able to learn from him yeah. is is really special. Well, he's blessed to have you. I promise you that, Victoria. And, oh, thank you. And 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 the the thing is too part of that. Sometimes we look at it as a weakness. We'll say, you know, I didn't. I didn't get my specific training in this, but I'm in this. You almost work harder because of that. Right. Because of your fear of failure. Absolutely. I knew a guy one time that he didn't have a degree in the field he was working in, but he was the hardest working guy. And I said, man, you work circles around anybody I know. And he said, I always feel I have to. And right. he said, I feel like for some reason that they've got the edge on me because they got their degree in that field. So he said, so I work twice as hard just to earn my place at the table. And he really didn't have to. He was already there. Absolutely. But, but that was for him a good leverage. And oh, so. yes. All right, now let me ask you. Uh, recently you did you did Chicago. Yes. That yes, was a sir. big one. That was it a good was. one. It was. Yeah. It was great. It was a, it was an incredible show. And I did uh-huh. that one here at the Springer Opera House as well in Columbus, Georgia. And it was such a privilege to be able to do that show because it's such an yeah. iconic show. Yeah. Um, doing some original Bob Fosse choreography mm-hmm. and being able to learn that style of dance was really yeah. cool. So it was a really fun show. We yeah. enjoyed it. Now, what's the one you love the most? If you could go back, you said, I just enjoy, I had fun at. Um, it would probably be Newsies. Uh-huh. That show, the the cast was incredible. Um, the camaraderie between all the boys and the story is so important. Yeah. Um, about overcoming adversity and fighting for what you really want mm-hmm. and um, not being afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that show, it was so fun too because that show, I had to learn how to tap dance for that show. Oh, really? Which I had never done before. No. And Catherine is known for her tapping. So, uh-huh. how <laughs> was, long did it take you to pick that up? Well, the, when the director originally offered me the contract, he said, you know, we're willing to offer you the, Catherine. And, you know, of course, I was crying. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but there's one condition. You need to get in tap lessons as soon as possible. Uh-huh. And I said, okay. And that was the one area of dance that I never yeah. did. Yeah. Um, so I said, okay, I will. So I started at a at a local dance studio. And I was in class with a bunch of little kids that were just tapping up oh, a storm. No. And I'm like, I can't do a shuffle. Uh-uh. So it was it was a very <laughs> humbling right. experience to yeah. be able to be in there with these insanely talented seven-year-olds. Yeah. And oh, gosh. Being, t- you know, 21 at the time. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. But it took, me, it took me a long time. And I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near... Um, a master at that by any means, yeah. but learning that, but every, it's funny to look back because every single show I've done, I've been thrown a new curveball uh-huh. to learn. Yes. So like when we did a chorus line, I'd never danced in heels before. Uh-huh. And so they were like, all right, you need to dance in two and a half inch character heels. Wow. And I was th- I was like, I'm a clumsy person. I don't know how this is going to work yeah. out. So learning that. And then when we did Little Mermaid, having to um, learn how to healy. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically are tennis shoes with wheels on the heels. Oh, really? So having to essentially roller skate yeah. on your heels. Uh-uh. Well, I've never roller skated in my life. Uh-uh. I was that one kid that avoided really? roller rink parties. That was always me. And you had to learn that too? And I had to learn. And it was kind of one of those things where they, you don't really have a choice. They, yeah. You either learn it or they find somebody else who yeah. will. Wow. So I remember, especially for Little Mermaid, when I had to learn how to Healy, I was terrified because mm-hmm. I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And the rehearsal process typically is two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, Two weeks of learning music and blocking and dancing. Right. And then you have a week of tech and then you open that weekend. Mm. So I thought, I don't know when I'm going to learn how to roller skate. So I remember I'd, 
I would be in the practice room. I'd go hours before anybody got there, mm-hmm. and I would get a, a rolly chair, right? And I would hold on to it, and I would push off and try to learn uh-huh. how to do it. And I've had my fair share of it embarrassing moments yeah, of falling and busting it, but it's. But, but it's amazing what you don't know is that all of the things you're having to learn, like you're having to learn whole new trades and yes. new skills to be able to play a part. Absolutely. And so you're constantly learning. No telling by the time you do this. You, you do this long enough, 30 years now, you'll be a jack of all trades. Oh, Maybe exactly. Maybe a master of all of them. There's yeah. no telling. And they've, th- when we did Beauty and the Beast, yeah. um, I have a terrible fear of heights. And uh-huh. they wanted me to fly for that show oh, really? as the enchantress in the opening scene. Yep. And then they wanted to give me, I learned how to use pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. And it's a little, um, almost like a little wrist watch, if you right. will. But it's a component to shoot fire out of your wrist. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking, you are giving me fire <laughs> and you're making me fly. This Set is, the place on fire. I was like, Oh my gosh. And we ended up cutting the flying because of some technical reasons, but they gave me the fire and learning how to, how to set fire and not catch your hand on fire and learning those safety things. And for Greece, they gave me a baton and we're like, all right, Uh you need to twirl the baton to play this part. Had you ever done that before? I'd never touched a baton. I was throwing it around like something crazy. So it Ah. was learning these new trades every time. That's the crazy thing about it, though, is I I didn't think about all that that you have to learn just to do the part. And and the part you're playing to learn all that, it takes all that time to learn it. It may not be but two minutes anyway. Oh, absolutely. It's only two (laughs) minutes per per trade you learn. And it's funny because they love to throw these little things at you and see how Uh you respond. Yeah. I was at an audition last weekend, actually, in Tennessee. And I went in and I prepared the music and Mm -hmm. they told me I could just do a 32 bar cut of something. And I went Mm -hmm. in and the musical director said, "Actually, we'd like for you to sing the whole song." Oh, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna learn it real quick." So, yeah. <laughs> having to learn it and then giving yeah, when they throw you the curve, then like yes. they don't tell you that in advance, so you walk in and they'd say, "Okay, here's right. a change of plan." Right, exactly, and that's one of the one of the things too that took some learning was definitely knowing that you've got to be overly prepared. Yeah. And not just bring the music that they tell you to sing. Bring your whole songbook. Yeah. Have, so if they say, I've been in several auditions where they've said, okay, that's great, but can you give me um, a pop musical theater Mm -hmm. song? Can you give me a golden age musical theater song? Uh, Can you give me a decade song? And you've got to just Mm -hmm. be able to pull it out of your pocket. Yeah. And even... Even at that same audition, they gave me some sides to read for a cold read. They'll mm-hmm. give you scenes. And on one of them, they said, okay, great, can you do a British accent? Uh-oh. And I remember thinking, I've never done any type of no. accent in my life. Uh-huh. So I go out, and my fiancé was waiting in the green room for me. And they said, we'll give you a few minutes to look it over, and then we'll call you back in. And I went out there. I said, okay, they said British accent. Stay calm. And he's like, you got that. And I was practicing, and he was like, hey, babe, I'm really sorry to interrupt you, but you're doing Australian. Uh-uh, and I was no. like, oh, no. I was no. like, this is not going to go well. How did you learn to get British? So I just started, I started Googling and Uh I said, all right, I got like 10 seconds. Right. So I started Googling some words and Mm -hmm. would just listen to them through my iPhone of how, how they would enunciate things. Right. for this particular type of British accent, uh, they don't say they're ours. Mm-hmm. And so learning how to do that, and luckily Ethan was right there, and he was like, yep, you're doing good? Yes, just keep repeating that. So I'd go back and think about different movies that I've seen, too, where right. the accent can relate to the scene. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, how did they talk? All right, well, let me kind of think about a word that can trigger an accent and and, and come up with it. So it's it, it's crazy to, th- to think about it, yes. but it went well. So <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. You have shown, though, that a person can do almost anything they want to do if they want to do it bad enough. Right, absolutely. If, if there's anything I'm getting out of this, it's, it's here's a girl 
who's basically saying, here's what I want to do and here's where I want to go. And all of these things that most people would say, let's quit, it's an obstacle, it's a barrier. You've said, I'm going to press through that and do it anyway. All right, Ron, I'm so glad you guys stuck around for part two of this podcast episode with Bill and Victoria. And part three is coming up soon, the final part of this conversation. And let me tell you, it is one of the best ones out of the three. You get to hear them talk a little bit about building morale within a team and a cast and some of the really cool things that she's learned from Bill over the years in his leadership development company, BP Leadership, and the way she's been able to apply it to her acting and, and drama and in theater that have really helped her go leaps and bounds farther than what she was before. So I hope you're ready for that one. So stay tuned and alerted for that and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already so that you can stay updated when that podcast releases, as well as those of you out there watching on YouTube, hit the bell so that you can get notified as well. And lastly, go to our website, as always, bpleadership.com. You can stay up to date on all the other cool things that we've got going on here within our BP Leadership team. Thank you again for joining us. We're glad you're here. And remember that this is where real leaders are made. <laughs>